and Tim, great episode. Uh, you kind of got me thinking about doing my own little micro game, kind of doing a zine form, have some fun with it. And I think one of the things that would help a lot of these micro games, I guess, if you want to call them that, is like a, a company adventure or like a series, like a mini adventure path. I think that would be kind of fun, you know, have a, a little bit of an adventure path that takes a character up from first to third level or fifth. I was thinking, because I'm thinking about doing that, plus like doing a tiny little adventure path for him. I don't know, but uh, great episode. Uh, keep going, bud. Appreciate what you're doing. Searching for moons For an evil ogre in an ancient room Was a fortunate son of the OSR Without a ten-foot pole I wouldn't get very far The ground was murky and I caught a look As the dungeon master opened up his grim tooth book And then I fell into a spike pit Oh yeah, spike pit Oh, a bit would have spikes in it I'm Colin Green and you are listening to Spike Pit Colin, I think you're onto something there with the, I don't know how what to call them exactly, the adventures, the self-contained adventure in a book. You know, there's something literary about that concept. Uh, it's reminiscent of the early D&D modules, especially the ones that fell into a series. I think, uh, you know, it, it's, it's almost as if they were being written as a book or a book in a series. And I think that if you packaged those ideas together as one would package a novel where you have pre-made characters that are the characters for that, I think you're onto something. Consider your idea stolen. I think it's a, a I don't know, maybe it's great for one shots. Um, I, I've been looking for something that scratches that itch for like a six to nine week campaign. And if you prepackage this with your main protagonists and your main antagonists, and maybe not so much as a railroad, but as a, a story that is unfolding and you know maybe we know the beginning of that story but the end is up to you hey colin it's che from roleplay rescue a couple of things first thanks for shouting out the episode where we had a chat the other day on a previous episode of your show but also thanks for your drive-by on game books you know all in one game book thought of idea i think for me that's just sort of triggered a realization that what i'm trying to do when i 
pull together a session for the kids at school is often about creating an adventure and coming along with a sort of limited set of very straightforward rules for them to play and allow them to sort of either grab a pre-gen but more commonly quickly put together a character and it's what I've been pondering with GURPS and how to sort of bring that to the table. So thanks for nagging that into my head because yeah it sort of works Um, and maybe I should just write some of these adventures I create up. (laughs) Anyway thanks for the idea man thanks for the thought game on. We heard from Tim, Frank and Che there talking about this idea I spoke about in a drive-by a couple of weeks ago. Maybe not quite as long as that. The idea was kind of inspired by the fighting fantasy book format where you've just got that complete game in a book. You can pick it up off the shelf and away you go. Then each time, if you want to do a different setting or like, um, as Tim was saying, an adventure path, series of adventures, you put out a zine or booklet and it's once again got everything in it, including the rules. You can then take the opportunity to tweak the rules to suit the setting. That's also one of the things that goes on with the fighting fantasy books, which I really loved. I haven't really gone any further with it, but it's interesting. I really didn't expect too much response, but it seems from what the guy said, they can see some merit in it. I imagine something like a zine would probably work pretty well. It doesn't need a whole lot of pages, pretty much uh, like uh, Ray's, Ray Otis, he does Plundergrounds. And I think there's something like, 32 pages in a digest or A5 sort of size. I'll be really interested to see if it gets some traction and see what the guys produce. I keep this record of my interactions with Mr. Henry Anthony Wilcox, a local artist who has presented me with a singular bass relief that astounds with its likeness to those of immense antiquity, though it is clearly freshly sculpted in clay. Wilcox informs me that the thing came to him and formed from his own unusual dream and memories and he has come to ask for the benefit of my archaeological knowledge in identifying hieroglyphs imprinted upon the sculpture, hieroglyphs which he claims to have seen in an immense and horrific city whilst in the dream world. Now, when I got this call in, I was speechless. I couldn't believe it. It's from Pete Jones, Dragons Are Real podcast. This this tale he's got to tell, it, it's unbelievable. I'll play it to you. Hi, Colin. Listening to your character generation episode, I've got a very suspicious player who, when we're rolling for characters in any OSR game, tends to roll for 14 for all six of his attributes. And even the other players noticed this. So one session, we were rolling up for characters. They all rolled the characters. And I said, okay, pass your character sheets to the left. And you should have seen his face. So there you go. An awesome tip from Pete. One that I'll keep in the front of my mind, should the need arise. Pass the character sheets round. Awesome stuff. Thanks for the call in there, Pete. I'll tell you, the next calling was quite a surprise to me. I almost a little bit embarrassed 
with my stupidity of not being able to figure out goblin henchmen's hex flower random tables. I'd mentioned on a previous podcast that I put out that I'd been left scratching my head and he uh, left me this calling. Hi Colin, Goblin Senchman here. Just a quick word on hex flowers. You've uh, prompted me into doing something I've been meaning to do for a while, which is to make a demo video on my YouTube channel about hex flowers. So no more homework for you, don't worry sir. I will hopefully do a demo video that shall explain all and be very simple to follow. So when that's done, I'll let you know. Cheers fella, bye. Embarrassingly funny there. Thanks for the call in. Mr. Henchman and a, a tutorial would be most welcome but I guess what I should have done was just made a little bit more effort following your instructions or trying to work it out gotta confess it was a bit of a cursory glance I may have uh, not been concentrating fully you know how it is you get bombarded with all this information but the visual nature of it really caught me and I'm intrigued to know more Following my 200th episode, I've got a bunch of well-wishers and congratulations. Put them together and I'm going to close out the show with those messages. Before I do that, I'd like to say a few thank yous. And there is quite a few. When I'm putting together these episodes, I often wonder about these long lists. But I like to give people the credit they're due. Because without the call-ins, there's not much of a spike pit episode to listen to. Big thanks to Tim Shorts of Goffridge Manor, Frank Turfler from Frank T's Liner Notes, Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue, Goblin's Henchman, Ivy Shorts, aka The Happy Whisk, Jason Hobbs and his multiple podcasts such as Random Screed, Hobbs and Friends and Hex Talk. Then we've got Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. That's a new show on Anchor. And then my brother, Darren Green, aka Arfed. Last but not least, big thanks to Liren. Updates from the middle of nowhere. And she's also heard more often than not with Jeff Collier on Tome of All Dooms. Thanks guys for the call-ins, especially for your kind words and well wishes at the end there. I read a short extract from Eldritch Tales Lovecraftian White Box Roleplaying by Joseph D. Salvador of Raven God Games. Hope you enjoyed that dramatic reading. Something I hope to do a little bit more of in the future. So, there it is. Big thanks to the pit crew over at Spike Pit Patreon. And last but not least, you the listener. Thanks for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old Spike Pit. And I will leave you with the well wishes of my fellow anchorites. Take care. I'll catch you later. Hey Colin, uh, tuning in this morning to Spike Fit for my commute, and I, I'm just, I didn't even get past the beginning, because, wow, I'm verklempt. Man, I am humbled by the fact that you not only look at me for inspiration, but that I am the first person that you mention on your podcast. Um, 
man, happy 200 and uh, looking forward to so many more. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I, like most others, I probably wouldn't get through my commute without you. 200 episodes, my brother. I can remember way back in, I don't know when, a lot of screeds ago, when Colin Green called in and touched me that some guy in the UK was listening to me ramble on as I traveled along in my Goodwater van. And then he had his own show, and I fell into a spike pit, and I fell in love with my man, Colin Green. Also, I'm classic now. Random Screed is classic. Where is that uh, that one song? Oh, yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Keep it going, brother. Love you. Congratulations on 200. Here's to 200 more podcasts from Spike Bet. Alfred here, just calling in to congratulate you on your 200 episodes of Spike Bet. It seems like only yesterday you was asking me or telling me that you were going to set up an Anchor account and you've been listening to some podcasts and it got me into it. I thoroughly enjoyed all the episodes. Hopefully one day we'll get to do another episode together. Um, I, I really enjoyed that when we, we talked about the board games, um, but maybe yeah, a different subject another day. Um, but yeah, just keep it going. You can tell from the, the first episode or the first few episodes to today how much you've grown as a podcaster and how much um, traction it's got and how many call-ins. Um, and I think that's what makes the show, the amount of call-ins, the conversations, really enjoying it. Keep it going. Hey, Colin, Jason here. Congrats on your 200. Excellent job. I look forward to you hearing as you up your game. I appreciate your dedication. And um, just a quick plug, and, and you don't need to air this one, but if, if you can find a, uh, a way to give us a URL or a link for your Patreon members to download the um, the actual play so we can listen in the car without actual having service, that'd be awesome. So talk to you later. Bye. Hi, Colin. It's Liren. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful 200th episode. I love the theme TJ did, too. I loved Logan's theme as well. I, you know, it's so interesting to me how creativity spreads everywhere. You know, there's artists, there's musicians, there are people who are writing scenarios and re- writing entire games. It's crazy to me. Anyway, I just wanted to say it was a wonderful listen, and I wish you all the best on your next 200. Also, I'm digging your audacity skills. 